0: According to the most recent version of the Consumer Expenditure Report from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, food expenses are the third highest annual expense for the average U.S. household. And it could be that many Americans have never learned to cook. And if they have, well, they forgot. This is Paul Truesdell, and you are listening to Bites on Connecting Dots. And make sure to read the disclaimer in our show notes before each episode. Food expenses include both groceries and dining out. These are costs that we all have. So if we assume the average household spends about twice as much on groceries as they do dining out, then groceries account for about eight to nine percent of the total annual spending budget in a household. Now, if one is not financially independent, food and dining out is an immediate place to look at, well, making bank. You see, back in 1965, women spent nearly two hours a day in the kitchen. But today's American lady spends a little less than an hour preparing meals. That says, well, 2016. As for us men, well, men are cooking more, a lot more than they used to, but we're still only doing about 20 minutes a day. Food, vacations, daily activities, no matter what it is, it all requires a bit of thought in terms of being thrifty and low cost, moderate, and liberal in our spending programs. Now look, we apply that same approach to retirement vehicles. Well, just about anything. And it's an idea I sure do wish would catch on. Instead of having a goal, that's right, instead of having a goal, G-O-A-L, which you should have, in my opinion, is to have a minimalist, moderate, full, and over-the-top goal. Let me repeat that. Minimalist, moderate, Full and over the top. Having one goal is often like, well, taking a mid-court shot at a basketball game. It's called a Hail Mary, in other words. You make it, and those in attendance, well, they're going to cheer and go nuts if you make it. But generally speaking, most of the shots are going to be air balls and not even close. The thrifty plan is basically where the average monthly minimum is spent by the household on groceries while still meeting basic nutritional requirements be surprised it's not that tough or expensive to make sure you have what you need to live. But the price then increases progressively, ranging from the thrifty up through a liberal plan. Now apply that very same approach to everything. But when it comes to food, quick and fast could lead to a quick and fast death with increased physical challenges because fast food sucks. Look, let's be blunt about it. The amount of processed food and the general crapola in terms of chemicals that we ingest is simply awful. Taking time to socialize, cook, taking the time to have a meal with family or friends, well, it pays in spades. And it's easy with time-saving gadgets like crockpots, for example. Look, the struggles of American families with a lack of time comes down to poor planning. That's right, poor planning. And the person you see in the mirror, well, that's the person that's responsible for wasting your time. Now, let's get down and dirty. Things change. Life is unpredictable. The traditional job, well, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, with weekends off, blah, 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 never existed. There have always been people who have worked at all sorts of hours, day and night. And as a result of unpredictable schedules, well, many simply throw in the towel and resort to that stupid crapola fast food. Don't do that. Think. Plan. How? How? Well, prepare, for crying out loud. Prepare, cook, and store up for the week. Save time by having an hour or two, one or two days a week to prepare, cook, and store what you'll want for the next few days or week. Now when food experts and these celebrity chefs talk about making time for dinner, they rarely consider the households like mine and yours where the daily rhythm is sometimes really out of our control. Things just simply happen. You know that, I know that, I'm very well aware of it. And I'm one of those guys that puts my foot down on things that interrupt me. But the idea of slowing down and making time for food sounds ideal, right? But in reality, today's families have a lot on their plate. But that's still a cop-out. If you just do what I said, make cooking an event. Then, when time permits, you do it. But regardless, stop eating chemically-enriched crap. In an article online, someone wrote, and I read this just recently, and to be honest, it really burns me up. Here's what they wrote. To be honest, reducing my monthly grocery spending from its current level to save $1,700 a year doesn't really excite me. Now this is the kind of logic that keeps people poor. Saving $1,700 a year doesn't excite this person. Okay, why? Because they're stupid. They really are. Because here's the thing, if you save $1,700 a year by not buying stupid things to eat, in 30 years at 9%, your money would grow to $254,000, just over a quarter of a million dollars. Now, let's add to that $1,700, you're saving $6,000 a year, $500 a month. You're a millionaire. Yeah, you're a millionaire. $1,002,154 to be precise. Okay, boys and girls, keeping your expenses in check no matter what it is, groceries, entertainment, energy, transportation, health care, and all the other things in life. They're all really easily accomplished if you just take the time to think, plan, and calculate. After selecting your meals for the week ahead and shopping for the ingredients, meal prep involves setting aside some time, be it an hour or two or just 20 minutes, to literally begin preparing the upcoming meals. Can this make and mean a big change for you and those around you? Yeah, it will, but different people will have different needs and so different approaches and schedules work. Just do what fits you and your needs so that you can easily grab, warm, and go in the days ahead. And lastly, in my opinion, do not waste your money on these meal kits from companies like Blue Apron, Freshly, or Sunbaskets. Seriously, don't waste your money. Well, that does it for today. Thanks for joining me. I'm Paul Truesdell with Fixed Cost Financial. Now, if you have a comment, an idea, a tip, a trick, you've heard me say this a few times before, or just want to opine, give me a call at 888-629-7864. That's 888-629-7864. I was at a meeting last night, Network After Work, at Franklin Manor in downtown Tampa. And I was uh, rehearsing in front of a couple people my line there. I couldn't get the phone number out. and I felt so embarrassed. So, hey, for those of you who might be listening, it's 888-629-7864. took me a while to get that. It's funny how the brain sometimes gets locked up. Now, look. You can find us on Twitter at fixed Cost Invest, Facebook at Fixed Cost Investing, or go to our website, fixedcostsinvesting.com, or simply use something really cool that we have is called Dots.fm. That's Dots.fm. But please do me a favor, subscribe to Connecting Dots, wherever your podcast app of choice is and located. And we'll be back on Monday with another Bite sized Bytes from Connecting Dots. And this weekend, we'll probably do a deep dive. Join us as well on Dots.fm. All rights reserved. Reproduction or use without written authorization prohibited without written authorization.